Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue our Read Through the Bible in a Year devotional series, and we are in Hebrews chapter 9 and chapter 10 today. And uh, we continue uh, to think about uh, how uh, Jesus is the fulfillment of all that was uh, promised or foreshadowed under the Old Covenant. He is the superior, the final revelation of God. Uh, and here in chapters 9 and 10, this uh, perfect and final and effective high priest is going to offer the effective uh, sacrifice in the heavenly uh, holy of holies, so to speak, that, that uh, his blood is going to be sprinkled in the place in which it will be effective in that have heavenly tabernacles, tabernacle of which uh, the uh, old covenant replicas or old covenant uh, buildings or tents, as they may be, uh, were only replicas of that which existed or exists uh, in uh, the heavenlies. And so we're reminded that there were many protocols uh, for Old Testament or Old Covenant worship, and uh, it involved the, the sacrifice of blood that was repeated uh, often. And yet that blood really could not effectively save. It only for, foreshadowed, it anticipated the effective blood, the effective atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Jesus uh, offered this final sacrifice, having gone into the ultimate tabernacle, the tabernacle in the heavenlies, and offered his blood and effectively accomplished our redemption or our salvation or accomplished atonement or uh, even maybe a better word, accomplished propitiation. He satisfied the holy wrath of God against our sin and sinfulness. And so uh, in view of that, in view of the accomplishment of the Lord Jesus Christ, then the writer uh, comes to our point of emphasis this morning in verse 19 of chapter 10. And once again, an encouragement, but also a warning in light of the sufficiency, the efficiency of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 19, chapter 10. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he has opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much more punish, worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God? and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. 
But recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may, re may receive what is promised. Very lengthy passage. A couple of things that is emphasized here is, again, our confidence, because the blood of Jesus Christ has prepared the way for us to, become, to come before the Heavenly Father. Uh, that because of the perfection of his sacrifice, the accomplishment of his sacrifice, we may boldly enter and come before uh, this uh, uh, throne of grace. And we're encouraged to hold fast our confidence, our confession that, that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is our uh, Savior. And in doing that, we are to engage in the ongoing, the perpetual, the continual encouragement towards one another, and that we're not to forsake each other because in our assembling, we are there to worship God first and foremost and encourage one another. And so there is a danger in forsaking uh, the assembly. And it's, uh, it, I think it's tied, tied to the whole business of uh, what it means to persevere, uh, that we continue to gather because we desire to worship the one who has saved us. We desire to encourage one another, and we need the encouragement that we receive from our fellow uh, brothers and sisters. And we are to be more passionate and more devoted to the gathering as we see the day, the day of Christ's return drawing uh, near. Now, I don't make any predictions about the when of uh, when Jesus may return, but I know this, uh, that it's closer than it was yesterday. And so it is drawing near. And so it's interesting. Once again, this, this warning, this type of warning we see throughout the book, for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of truth, there's no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. It's interesting the immediate context has to do with this business of assembling, of gathering, of not uh, forsaking. That, that is a willful uh, sin against God, and it's a dangerous sin, and we need to warn one another and encourage one another to be faithful as we assemble together because we need it. And again, God deserves our assembling for His praise and for His worship. Now, he gives a word of encouragement at the end of this section. He says he believes that indeed uh, those that he is writing to will prove themselves genuine, uh, that they have once been so faithful. And he believes that there's been a genuine work of grace uh, in their hearts, and they will endure. But he also wants them to be mindful that they are in profound spiritual danger should they fall away should they consistently, persistently forsake. That, that is a testimony against them. And, and if this uh, claim to salvation, uh, this claim to have received the benefits of the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, if it is not sufficient uh, to uh, cause you to worship Him, then again, what is left to work in you, uh, to prompt in you uh, appropriate worship uh, for the God who has saved you? Again, a difficult word, but I believe an important word uh, for our day. And I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow. <music>